0: So, I have a problem. You know how on those Viagra commercials they say if you have an erection lasting longer than four hours you should contact your doctor immediately? Well, it's been more than four hours since I saw Mad Max Fury Road, and I'm still rock hard. That movie was awesome. It sincerely fucking was. Like, holy, holy shit. That movie was awesome.
1: I had pretty high expectations, and it met and exceeded those expectations. Oh. And I'm somebody who doesn't watch movies as often as you.
0: Oh, it, it easily bested everything that I could have hoped for. Now, before we get into this too much further, this is Glasshouse Films, and this is a midnight review of Mad Max Fury Road. I'm your host, Carson. With me is Allie.
1: Yes, sorry, I had there's a
0: dog barking in the background. That's perfectly okay. But uh, yeah, we're here reviewing Mad Max Fury Road, and it, holy crap, just wow. I mean, I, I had seen the first trailer for the film, and one of the things that actually kind of impressed me is that everything you see in that first trailer, that's everything that happens in what, like, the first third of the movie?
1: Yeah, they've stayed pretty true to it. I know some trailers like point out the funny parts and then you're disappointed later. No, that was it just led you into happiness.
0: Oh yeah, it was like it was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this this is cool. So's this and so's this." It's like, "Oh, you think the sandstorm is the main point to this film? Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet." Oh god, I know. And holy holy shit. Okay, without going where do we even start (laughs) yeah without going too much even into the sandstorm part the cgi to this film let's start with that the cgi to this film was only about as george miller himself put it only about like 10 percent of the movie
1: it's true i can't believe how much of it was actually clearly live action clearly actually happening
0: uh yeah i am completely astounded by that it the stunts in this movie are out of this fucking world. Oh my god, like, these stunts are so practical, and I, the whole time, I'm like, how did nobody die during the making of this I
1: movie? know! <laughs> how did nobody get Jackie Chan during this?
0: How? Especially, especially when they have people hopping from car to car, uh, the, what do they call the pole cats?
1: Oh my god, I know. Holy shit. I'm like, what? How much money did they pay these people to do these things?
0: Yeah, it, what really amazes me is that the budget's only like a hundred mil for this movie. Are you serious? For the
1: whole fucking goddamn. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like, wow. It's, which is funny because if you look at it, I think the the very first Mad Max film was somewhere around three hundred thousand oh dollars. My God. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. It's like. On the millionth day, God said, let George Miller have a budget. And so he gave us Mad Max Fury Road. Bless him for it, because this movie was amazing. I know! it.
1: I'm just... I can't believe how true they stayed to the aesthetic. That's what really fucking got me. Exactly. I'm like, this
0: movie... It it lines up so well with the other movies. And the other movies are from the fucking eighties. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like this movie manages to update the entire Mad Max mythology, and and without style going overboard. With well, first, well, it, the thing with the Mad Max movies, they always went overboard. But oh, I know, I'm like, it's true. not like
1: shiny and new and fucked up. It's they stayed with it so well.
0: Yeah, yeah, like the even even the advanced technology shit that you see with um with imperator um uh not imperator um oh uh oh immortem Joe, even his stuff is like yeah, this is still a patchwork of shit,
1: yeah, it's like everything looked terrible, but it was amazing <laughs>
0: yeah and and i love the like the the slight references to stuff like metropolis when they had the um when they had all the the war boys like um walking on the turbine wheels oh i know like oh wow just so cool but um okay but we should maybe go into what story this movie does have <laughs> um so i think uh, before that, I think one of the biggest things that we've we've all been like talking back and forth before this movie came out as to when in the Mad Max series this actually takes place. Hmm. I cared about that for approximately the first ten seconds of this movie, <laughs> and then it just didn't matter anymore. It,
1: right? Oh god. I well, the, the opening of the movie was a little strange. I'd yeah, say yeah, a little
0: bit, but I, th- but I think part the of the that... up close of him eating a lizard was uh... a <laughs> that was
1: awesome say <laughs> was awesome.
0: Um, <laughs> I think I think part of it is that, um, is that they they wanted to kind of lay a new foundation for new moviegoers because according to George Miller, they wrote enough movies uh, enough material for like two and a half movies,
1: to I imagine more
0: movies. And I think the if this one's, like, as massively success, successful as I hope it is, we're huh, going yeah. to see more about that in future films.
1: I think they could definitely draw in a new audience with this one. I oh, mean, yeah. I have watched the old ones because my dad liked them.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's like,
1: I saw them in the 90s, even though they were out in the 80s. Now I'm watching this new one, and I'm like, this is just even fucking better.
0: Yeah. I So, anyway, the, the story is um, Mad... Mad Max gets, uh, he's just wandering the desert like he usually does. I, I think to be sure, this at least takes place after the first Mad Max film. Um,
1: well, I would say because it's the way they have it is like he's clearly been wandering for a while. He's got yeah. long hair and a long beard. Yeah. He's been and, out there for ages. And, and the
0: opening is like, I used to be a lawman. I'm like, "Ah, oh, okay. So yeah, this, this is definitely after he's left the force. But, um, but it starts with him kind of running away from some uh, from some uh gaggle of war boys who are who are um, Immortem Joe's uh war cronies basically yeah but what's what's kind of cool is they're all they're all half lifers they're all people who have been affected by the by you know radiation to one degree or another to the point that they're all basically mutants and they will live half the life of normal people. Um anyway, he gets captured by a bunch of them, and the only reason why he's kept alive instead of immediately killed is that he has o negative blood, so they essentially use him as a blood bag for other warriors of theirs, which is literally what they call him um, yeah and and so from there uh we're we're kind of introduced to um, Immortem Joe's citadel, and he's uh, he seems to be in control of a lot of water and food. And pretty much from, from what you can... They don't exactly tell you straight up, but you can very easily figure out what's going on. He trades with a place called Gasoline Town and the Bullet Farm. And he trades with them water, and he sends out Imperator, uh Furiosa to go do a, a regular trade route, played by Charlize Theron. Who does an amazing job in this Yeah, film. I have to say, I thought she
1: wasn't going to do as well as she did. Like, oh. I kind of felt like she was too pretty for the role, but she got balls deep in that character. Well, first of all, pleased.
0: she always brings it. But the other thing is that's kind of weird is she's made a career out of being, like, one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood. But she never plays a beautiful woman on screen. She always plays horrible, ugly characters. But, Just um,
1: gritty, dirty, covered in grease the whole time. Oh and yeah, she nails. It looks
0: fucking hot, um, especially with that giant robot claw. Anyway, <laughs> so instead of going to Gasoline Town, she takes a sharp left turn directly into the desert. Imperium Joe, uh, uh, Immortal Joe, sends everybody to go get her, and one of the people that goes is a, um, is a war boy who. Who basically straps Mad Max the hood of his car so he can continue using Mad Max as his uh, as his blood bag, and from there we—that's pretty much all the plot that there is in this film. Yeah, but somehow it still works. Even in like that 15 minutes of setup, George Miller enhances and really, really digs through the the mythology and just the way this world works better than he ever has before. Now oh, it catches you up so quickly to what's going on in the world. Exactly. And it and it does so and and enriches it in ways that you're like, "Of course they would do that. Of course they would they would write they would tattoo on Mad Max's back that he has O negative blood and anybody can use it. Of course they would do all of this." But you just never thought of it before. And that's something that's just really cool. Uh beyond that, the the imagination factor is cranked to ten when it comes to all the cars. Yeah, it, it was literally perfect. I mean When when they showed the other gang start to try and take on the war tanker, like the, the ones that Um, they're pretty much, uh, they're pretty much porcupines. I was like, holy God, this is so cool. It's like, they kept every
1: clan's vehicles and everything distinctly separate from each other. So you could easily tell that it was who was going after him and when.
0: Yeah. Like the, the very, the Oldsmobile type looking, uh, vehicles of Immortem Joe's clan. Like, the fact that Immortem Joe's car is basically two Buicks stacked on top of each other on top of uh, on top of giant, like, six-foot-tall tires. Like that Yeah, was...
1: that was something that was really great, though, is they kept the cars, like, same period as the original movies. Like, yeah. you really didn't see a car that was, like, past that period of when they were in those. And I thought that was pretty fucking impressive. A-
0: absolutely. And... All the cars, all the oh. motorcycles, everything was just so cool. And the one that really got me, the one, the one that I think is going to be the standout thing that everybody's going to be talking about, is going to be the. Um, uh, the car that has the guy on it playing guitar with like, Oh the my God. I know of, of drummers behind him. The drummer's that back. was oh so my God. cool when he was playing it and he was shooting flames out of it. I'm like, Oh my God.
1: Oh, what's beautiful is that was completely unnecessary, but it fit in so well with the aesthetic Absolutely. of the
0: movie. I mean, I mean, going, going so far back in, in, into history of man, we've always had musicians playing. When we, yeah, there's when we always some kind war.
1: of war cry, and it's like you could hear
0: these people across the salt desert. Yeah, and coming to you, and it fit with the actual score perfectly.
1: Oh God, I know. I'm like the music in this movie is just,
0: ah, it, all of it was so good. And and one thing that I think might get lost in in the shuffle of praises that this film should and has been getting, is the fact that it's beautiful. This film is genuinely yeah. gorgeous.
1: It's like, the landscape is all one color, but it's like, everything contrasts so well.
0: Yeah, like the, the night scenes, like when they're going through the, when they're going through the swamp, um, uh, the, and then the, the actual scene with the desert hurricane, the, the sand hurricane, so colorful. Like, the, the flames, I feel, have been enhanced to be, like, these are bright, contrasting red flames coming for you. This desert looks gorgeous, but deadly. Everything yeah, it's like, even
1: in the nighttime pops. scenes, it was, that was something I can say, is it was easily visible what was going on. Nothing was muddled out, even in, like, all of the, uh, not smoke, but, like, the dust that comes up from the ground. It's like, you still see everything so clearly what's happening. Nothing gets, oh, yeah. like, lost in the background.
0: Oh yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. And then, oh, the stunt work, and all the cars. I know. Oh, and, and the acting, everything, everything worked perfectly in this film.
1: Yeah, the actor they got for Mad Max, I have to say, fucking
0: nailed it. I, I want to see more of Tom it. Hardy as Mad Max. I need to see more of Tom, and I want to see more of uh, Charlize Theron as, uh, as Imperior Furiosa. Furiosa. Yeah, she was
1: just... That was one thing I can say that was the names for people were like... Those got a little bit lost in the dialogue and the music. Like, I couldn't fucking tell you what any of the girls' names were besides Furiosa. I, I
0: don't think they named any of them. They were just like, these are Joe's wives!
1: Well, the pregnant one, they were like yelling her name when she died. Oh, that, I'll well, say... We, yeah,
0: see. we won't go into that, but that was perfect. Uh, just the way they did that, I was yeah, so happy. Yeah, I, I was like... Ah, oh, ah, oh, yes. Well done.
1: They start doing, you're like, oh, don't come on, guys, and then they don't, and you're like, God bless you. <laughs> yeah. What,
0: it, when you see the film, you'll understand that, and you'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. Now, now we know what they were talking about in the review. But uh yeah, everything just it just worked, and it, it worked really did flawlessly.
1: Like, I'm not a person for action movies to begin with, and this movie is probably the best movie I've seen in a few years. I, hands down.
0: I have seen most of the movies that have come out this year, and I gotta yeah. say, this is easily my favorite. And I watched, I watched Age of Ultron last week. This is better than that. Like, this is, even though this is still two hours of pure action, it's literally not the Age of <laughs> Ultron. Yeah. It is just one long chase scene through the desert. But
1: it's seamless, and it's exciting, and it doesn't get old because it's always something new that's happening. Yeah, like,
0: there's just enough of a beat or two of either tension or character moments in between the action to where you don't get sick of it. You're like, oh, nice! I did action!
1: Yay! That and to be fair, I thought they were going to end the movie before they did and set it up for an early sequel, but they didn't. They let you have the satisfaction.
0: Fully contained story. That just makes you want more. It's like, wow. You guys did it. You guys did it perfectly. And I got to say, I got to say, favorite Mad Max film. I think this is the Road Warrior totally. Oh, really? Because,
1: I don't know, Beyond the Thunderdome was pretty near and dear to me. But this one yeah, is definitely. I
0: th- I think we've finally gotten beyond the Thunderdome. Oh, absolutely!
1: In a perfect manner.
0: Yeah. Fury I...
1: road was delightful.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, you know, final thoughts. I gotta say, perfect film. Watch it. Watch it seriously. Go watch it and then watch it again. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Go watch it. Even if you've never seen Mad Max films before, go watch this movie. Yeah,
0: th- you don't. You have. You don't need to have seen it beforehand. It, if you have it's just like Oh that's kind of cool It's even better if you have <laughs> Yeah, But definitely see this um, So yeah I, Ali says go see it I say go see it Go see this film What are you waiting for